Welcome to the Write, Sell, Succeed podcast, where it's all about the message you convey that compels your customers to pay. And now, here's your host, Gloria Rand. Welcome to Write, Sell, Succeed. I am Gloria Rand, your host of the podcast. And if you would like to learn more about uh, my services, I'm an internet marketing expert. You can find me online at GloriaRand.com. So the last couple of episodes, we've been focusing on social search and how to be able to... um, use the social networking sites to actually be able to take advantage of their search engines, to be able to use that as a way to be able to attract new clients and get your message out more effectively. So we've dealt with Facebook so far and we've dealt with Twitter. And so today we're going to be focused on LinkedIn. And I'm actually, I I will confess, I'm using some information uh, from an article uh, that I uh, found on the uh, Quick Sprout blog. Um, it's an article written by Neil Patel, and he had some great information, and I just wanted to be able to share it with you and make sure that you uh, got this information and can put it to use. So so let's dive right into it today, shall we? So LinkedIn is, he starts off by saying LinkedIn is for thought leaders and finding clients, and, and that's certainly true. So if you are a freelancer, uh, maybe you are a freelance copywriter, for instance, or, or in the B2B realm where you are offering services to other businesses, then you have a lot of opportunity to market yourself on LinkedIn. And, and that's certainly true because I've definitely had good luck with LinkedIn and being able to find opportunities and get uh, get work through LinkedIn, uh, basically. I, I, a couple years ago, I was, uh, I was hired to actually do, um, handle the social media for Scholastic Book Fairs. And they found me through LinkedIn because I asked them point blank, how'd you hear about me? And she said, yeah, I saw your LinkedIn profile and thought you might be uh, a good fit for our organization. So it's, it's really valuable for that. So not only is LinkedIn uh, good to be able to, to use the LinkedIn search to actually find people to connect with, um, but people also use it to find, uh, uh, as I said, companies to hire, people to hire. So good LinkedIn optimization can lead to f- high-paying clients down the road, which is why it's so valuable. So, for instance, and he gives a good example here, um, let's let's say a small business owner is looking for SEO help. So he goes on LinkedIn and searches for SEO consultant. And so you know, right away, you, you'll see that, the, uh, you know, some profiles will come up and the keywords SEO or consultant are in those profiles. And so that's, um, you know, that that's a big part of it. But he does go on to say that there isn't too much of an advantage to have the exact phrase SEO consultant. It's probably better But as long as you have the words SEO and consultant somewhere in your profile, you could still show up in the search results. So, because I noticed that um, he's got uh, in the first few results that the first person that is listed here has SEO in their headline, but then consultant actually shows up under 
current of their current employment or, or current, you know, what they're doing now. So it's not, it doesn't say SEO consultant together in that headline. So that's why it, as long as you've got the words in there, that's good. And LinkedIn does bold all the keywords searched in the results, which is nice. So it makes it pop out for you. And, and in addition now, if you click on any of those results, when you do a LinkedIn search, LinkedIn then is going to highlight all the keywords on the person's profile page. So again, it helps it stand out. You can scan that result really easily now and, and make sure that this is a, a good person for you. So how do you do this for yourself now? Of course, and, and I've talked about this in the past as well on, on other podcast episodes that you need to start by optimizing your profile because in order to search, show up in a search results, you've got to have keywords, the right keywords in the right place. And he mentions, of course, um, show, uh, LinkedIn shows your listing in the results if you have keywords in three places, your personal job description, your current job title, and your past job titles. But also in the headline as well, because that's a major part of it, which I'm surprised he doesn't mention here. Um, oh, oh, he does go on to say, sorry. Uh, obviously having a keyword in your, oh, no, no, he says actually having a keyword in your past job titles may th- make a prospect think you're not doing that kind of work anymore, so we're going to ignore that. But so he says, you know, pick some good keywords to target. It's going to depend on your niche. But, um, now, that's interesting. He says, try to include commonly searched for words such as freelance, freelancer, consultant, specialist, coach, and strategist. Uh, so then you can go in and edit your professional description, um, you know, view your profile while you're logged in, and then click the pencil icon beside it. So now he is highlighting that headline, which comes in right underneath your name. And, you know, this is the most important area of your profile. It shows up right under your name in search results. Yeah, that's why I didn't understand why he didn't mention that earlier in the article. Um, but whatever. Anyway, um, now it says you may not be able to do much with your current your current section, which lists your company name. But if you can find a way to incorporate a keyword in your current company, it can also help your rank. Um, I also recommend that you, if you have uh, another place for keywords is the uh, in your contact info section where you list like links to your blog or your website. That's another good place to put keywords as well. Now, he goes on to say that you can get more profile views by connecting. And it says you may have noticed one other thing about the search results, which is that they show how closely connected you are with someone. So it makes sense from LinkedIn's point of view. If if someone's looking to hire someone, they probably want to hire someone they know or who is trusted by someone in their network. So of course, if you are connected with someone, you're going to you're going to be their first connection, and that's going to rank higher as long as you also have the keyword. So to take advantage of this, connect to everyone you know, except. And then he says, accept all requests, even if you don't know them, because you'll show up higher for other people in their networks. And then look for opportunities to connect with people with a lot of followers, like bloggers that you've emailed or connected with through comments. Now, I'm going to butt in here for a minute, because I know some people are really reluctant to accept all requests, and especially from people they don't know. And, and frankly, I don't blame you, because... Lately, the last, I don't know, the last couple of years or so, there's been 
some people have sort of a misconception about LinkedIn and they kind of think of it as a place where you can date people. So, so I'm, you know, if you're not comfortable connecting with everyone, you know, it's okay, but, but do try to accept as many requests as you can. The other option is to connect to the right people, which he says you can, you can take a more tactical approach by targeting people with certain job descriptions. So, for example, if you were a freelance SEO or a writer, you'd typically be hired by marketing directors. So, you can type in marketing director in the search bar and then explore the top suggested results. And now you've got a few options. You can just send them a connection request. You can send them an in-mail message, although I believe in-mail messages, you have to be using LinkedIn's pay service in order to be able to do that. Now, if you have a related job, like a freelancer to a marketer, most people will just accept the request. However, this is a big however, you do run the risk of being marked as a spammer if you do it too much, so you've got to be careful. Now, you could ask them to connect, explaining that you're trying to grow your network, and this will eliminate the risk of being flagged, and then if they say no, leave them alone. But of course, I've, I've talked about this in previous episodes as well, is that you really do, if you're going to be strategic and you want to connect with people, you need to give them a reason, I think more than just you're trying to grow your network. You need to give them something more specific. And, and, and what I've, I've talked about in the past is at least do, I like to say follow the three by three rule, where you spend three minutes looking at their profile and find three things that you have in common. Because maybe you're a member of the same group or something like that. But you've got to do something to break the ice and say, hey, I see that, you know, we're both members of the same marketing group or something and I'd like to be able to connect with you. Or maybe you go in and see if they have a blog and read one of their articles and say, hey, I really liked your article. I'd like to be able to connect with you. Flattery goes a long way, people. Flattery goes a long way. So that's that's my two cents with it. But anyway, so that's how, that's a little bit about how you can optimize your profile and help it to get um, get found and then be able to make some connections with folks. So that's going to do it for uh, this edition of Write, Sell, Succeed. As always, I want to encourage you to please connect with me um, on social media, for one thing. Uh, you can find me at Gloria Rand, and also to subscribe to the podcast. We are available on iTunes, we're available on Stitcher Radio, so I'd love for you to make sure that you subscribe so that you're always going to be able to uh, know when the next episode comes out. And if you would be so kind too, if you have gotten value out of these podcasts, I would love to be able to uh, hear from you. So if you could leave a review on iTunes um, or Stitcher Radio, that would be tremendous as well. Um, we've got some reviews on there, but I'd love to see some more. It would be awesome. And um, so that's going to do it uh, for this time, for uh, this edition. And I hope you all have a marvelous day. I am Gloria Rand, wishing all of you much peace, love, and prosperity. Thanks for listening to the Right Sell Succeed podcast. Want more information? Visit GloriaRand.com. And don't forget to follow Gloria on Twitter at Gloria Rand. Let Gloria know you're listening. Use the hashtag Right Sell Succeed.